Welcome to another episode of Senor Nerd Podcast. I have here with me Raul. Howdy, howdy. Ramon. Hey, hey. And today we're here to talk about Demon Slayer, Season 3, and more specifically, Episode 1. And what a better day to talk about the show than Easter, the resurrection <laughs> of Jesus, to talk about demons. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited to talk about this because I thought this episode was amazing. It was really wonderful. And I can't wait to hear what you guys thought about it. Um, Ro, tell me how Jesus was the original Demon Slayer um, as, you give, <laughs> as, you, as you give your review of this episode. <laughs> well, I, from, from, from what I've heard from, from my family and, and priests and stuff, I don't think he necessarily did a lot of demon slaying. But, uh, and I don't remember him ever having a sword, but. Um, I mean, I think if he had a sword, we would have all be um, very devoted <laughs> Catholics. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure the, the 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 whole Christian religion would, would have been a little bit different. But, uh, but uh, no, yeah. So so the 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 first thing that that I'll say about this episode is that it, it definitely looked amazing. Like I, I I'm glad that they take so long in between seasons to to animate everything because it just looks gorgeous and so so it's still definitely like even though there wasn't like any fighting and stuff like that um it still looked amazing it, it looked gorgeous and especially when they were like in that weird mansion thing with mm -hmm. the with the mugen or whatever his name is yeah um, musan musan there we go um yeah like that that just like took my breath away so that was awesome the story was a little confusing to me, and then I um I think you guys are, are gonna need to remind me who's that dude with the mohawk. I don't remember him at all. Um, you know when I rewatched for season one review, season one and season two, he's actually in the beginning when um Tanjiro goes in the wood trials. Um, he's one of the three surviving members that took the test of the whole like. 26 kids, let's say, mm -hmm. him, um, the girl butterfly, and that other guy was the one that survived. But ever since that, you have not seen him. So I could understand because I had even forgotten if I had not seen season one, those first few episodes, I might have not remember him, even though I do remember him because I read the manga and I know what kind of part he plays in the in the in the show. OK, OK, yeah. So I didn't remember him at all. Um, I, I forgot about the the, the, the love. Uh, Hashira or whatever, <laughs> yeah. uh, but she was cool. And then I, now, now I'm just kind of wondering what happened to his swordsmith. And then, but I don't know. It, it was just kind of like a lot of nothing kind of happening, and just kind of him w w wandering around and recovering, and people reacting to different things, and and him eating, and then and because really the the only thing of of, of uh, of any importance was the fact that he had that dream of, about that guy and then the guy showed up <laughs> at the end and then the fact Whoa. that he was in a coma for two months and then woke up and now well, he's well, just getting another sword well don't sound too excited you don't sound yeah. too excited because you know <laughs> i mean man uh, wow i want to watch it again that's for sure <laughs> no no that definitely i mean i agree with you about like the beginning was really amazing the way it was done i mean part of me wonder if that's why they decided to do a movie release for because my understanding of the movie release they just recently did was um 
they only showed like the last two episodes of the last season and then they showed this brand new episode. And since I, we didn't see the movie, I don't know if it was the first 49 minutes that they showed or it was only like maybe the first 15 minutes of this um, episode because the beginning definitely has the movie quality to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the budget sort of went into. And yeah, man, that intro was freaking cool. And that was probably like, you know, there was a lot going on in this episode. I definitely don't think that everything that happened went to waste. I do have some complaints, but I think the intro really did a good job of like, oh my God, like this is just being done so great. And I think just introductions of the upper um, fifth demons, that uh, was really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, again, just not, not knocking it down because obviously it didn't have any fighting or anything like that. But I think, like you said, it's pretty nice. Uh, the Infinity Castle, that was freaking awesome. Like, I was cool. mesmerized when you were in there. Um, I think that was kind of my overall favorite part of the episode was just mm -hmm. kind of, like, getting introduced to these, like, upper demons that we hadn't, these upper ranks that we really hadn't met yet all the way because we knew of the yeah, upper yeah. third and then we vaguely have seen the other ones before. But I think it's the first time that we're introduced to some of them, that they have some interaction and i actually really enjoyed the dynamic between them and again we can go into it a little bit but it's just like you know they had some really fun banter and decapitations and you know <laughs> fun stuff fun stuff uh but no yeah i think that overall the episode is I, I think it was a good way to set it up i mean i know right what well, you were saying that you forgot some of the things or what was happening with like the the sword maker and all that stuff i started like that for me but i think as the story went on i'm like well hey i'm here now let's let's find out so it kind of made you really excited to start figuring more out um you know, I'm really excited for this arc in a sense of like Tanjiro is going to get his new sword. Um, and then, you know, later on, we'll mention again, too. But it's just like you start introduce like meeting characters that I really want to know about. Like when again, I still don't fully know what the story is. And I know you do, Carlos, because you already like read the manga. But I still don't know who truly the guy with the long red hair is and uh, like, you know, sun uh, earrings is. Um, in a sense, I kind of like have an idea, but it hasn't been verified in the show. So I'm excited for so many things about it. And this episode was like good intro to it. No, no. And, you know, we can definitely start talking about some of these smaller details and, yeah. you know, we can kind of like start clarifying or I can give you some assumptions or maybe not even spoil things to you guys, but let <laughs> you guys know more about it. I do think maybe there was a reason why this first episode was 45 minutes and it's probably to what you were saying, Ro, maybe some of the things that happened in the beginning are a little bit slow. So rather than make this a two episode thing, they're like, hey, let's just make it 49 minutes. We'll get this a lot of the stuff out of the way. This way in the next couple episodes as you're watching, there's probably going to be a lot more meat to them uh, and a lot of more cooler things hopefully happening. Um, but but going to the beginning, man, uh, I really appreciate it because, again, you read things, but, you know, you never know how they're going to be portrayed once you see them actually animated. And I know one of the upper demons that I just do not like. And <laughs> I just think that he's just kind of like not cool at all. And just anything about him does not excite me because I know, again, I know how his ending is going to happen. But when I saw him in this episode, I was like, hey, you did not come off as annoying as I had thought you were going to be. And you actually made me actually want to see more of you so i wonder how my relationship with he's gonna it's gonna keep evolving as i keep watching more of him Who but i'm talking that? about i was talking about the upper demon too uh you oh know, yeah because the way he he was portrayed in the manga you know same same thing like very silly very like you know like soft-spoken and ha 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 joking and almost pretending to care about uh the third upper moon even though you probably doesn't really care about anybody, especially because I know more about his like internal personality and what his whole ordeal is. But I did 
not find him annoying. And I could see how some people might actually find him appealing because he's very beautiful. And, you know, he's clearly, he mentions how he got promoted to be level two, even though he before. was, yeah, he was after, no, not before, but after. Oh, after, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that was kind of interesting. That's something that I don't even recall. So I do feel like, you know, right now you guys probably are intrigued by him. Um, and I hope that the show keeps putting him more in a spotlight where I was like, huh, you know, I thought I hated you, but I actually do <laughs> end it up by the time you say the show's over. I might be like, oh, I actually do appreciate everything that was done with that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I promise by next episode and eventually I think the more we talk about these, we'll eventually start mentioning the names. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I think his name was like Doma. No, Dom. Yeah, Doma. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, I saw what you mean, because like, I think it was really intriguing when he is talking to Akasa and saying the whole thing, how like yeah, he did get bring bring he got brought in later and then he got promoted before him so he was kind of showing superiority but i really like that with the upper rank one stepped in with that whole altercation kind of and said basically about not being insubordinate to your upper ranks so like that kids like they're kind of talking a little bit more about like the structure of the upper ranks and i really i'm really curious by that because it seems like you know you're not really technically allowed to like boss another one around if you're like not above them um but you know yeah akasa goes over there and freaking decapitates his head in half <laughs> like you know so i don't know it's pretty exciting but the upper one is the one that i was really excited just to kind of see more in his presence oh, yeah. and once great. they revealed his face i'm like whoa i did not like i've seen it before clearly but i think like you guys said with this beautiful animation and everything else it was just like really beautiful to stare at and he's menacing and he's a little bit more calm and reserved and you know just uh, i'm excited just to find out more about him too yeah, and the, the, for, for me, the, the one that, that really kind of intrigued me is the, the scaredy cat one. I, I, I forgot oh, if, it was, okay. if it was four or five. But he's like, four. Yeah, but like, he, he just gets gives me these vibes that he's going to be like, actually like pretty scary or like terrifying. And then he's going to do some like fucked up shit um, mm-hmm. in, in the like, whenever he does eventually fight or whatever. And it's going to be him and, and um, the upper and, five. Yeah, and and okay, yeah, and, and the the upper five, they're gonna go. Uh, but she's my no, what, what, he's what, my what, least what, favorite so far. Yeah, yeah, that little baby hands. Yeah, um, what is it that they're looking for? So, so right now they didn't. I mean, the show didn't tell you, but he found some information out, and he tells um, Musan like, "Hey, I found some information," which Musan's like, "Unless you confirm." Well, that's what I was going to tell you. Like, Musan, unless you've confirmed this information, he's like, I don't want you to tell me what it is. But the information that he essentially knows is that he found the location of the sword, the sword village. Oh, so, okay. So they're going to go at Upper Moon 4 and 5 are going to go to the sword village and start fucking shit up. That's that's where the story's heading, bro. Yeah. Oh. That was another Which nice was little... <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that's, that's I mean, that's where it's, I mean, this regard, yeah. you know, now you have the swordsmith uh, village, uh, but but I mean, you see the secrecy behind this village, yeah. man. It's almost to me, I almost think it's impossible for this village to exist for like hundreds and hundreds of years, and nobody knows the location. But maybe it is in a very well placed location, and maybe certain people, and like even the people that live in the village, they all have masks. It's maybe one of those things that maybe. People don't actually even know how they look behind the mask. So I did find all that very, very interesting. Yeah, and even just the journey to get Tanjiro there, how he was being carried by like the medics or the other um, freaking demon slayers, and they were they were being like yeah passed off from one to another, and he was like kind of blindfolded and everything, and yeah, like that whole thing about secrecy was kind of like really entertaining to watch until he got there. 
Um, I was going to say real quick, another thing that I was actually really, um, really appreciating is that they're adding more depth to the story too, because they didn't, they talk when they were in the infinite castle, um, how Musan is looking also for that blue lily, something, because isn't he like sick with something? And I think the blue lily, the flowers, like what's going to, because I just remember like listening to that too and being like, oh, so there's more things that he's after, right? So it's not just still trying to get at the... um, the, the leader of the demon slayers i know that's one of his biggest things he's trying to do right now um and then they mentioned that blue lily um and so like it's just good to know that like i said there, there's different things going on within this arc that it's not just going to be like oh let's go find these people and then just start fighting and try to kill like tanjiro and all these guys so no and i mean that would be unfair for me to tell you what the meaning of that flower is without the show actually going through the whole like why he wants that but it's uh yeah you're, you're right about that ramon i'm glad you caught that because that is going to be something that's going to play a big part into this whole you know the demons and what musan really wants um so yeah no, that's a good catch yeah yeah and the the other cool thing too well two things when, when when he was talking um he did mention that that the the upper six that that he he would have won if it wasn't for for the sister yeah. So, so it it kind of uh, I guess puts in perspective. Kind oh of, yeah. Because because the the sister was pretty strong as it was by like on her own, so it it was pretty interesting to kind of see that reaction and. Uh, honestly, man, in retrospect, like seeing every battle play out, I do think that the upper six was a lot stronger than I feel like even the maybe not the fourth, but definitely the fifth. Um, so I don't I don't disagree with what Musan said, that maybe if he was just on his own. Because mm-hmm. even at the end, you saw that he got taken down because he kind of took some pity on Tanjiro and the whole trying to convert you into oh, a yeah. demon. Which, which I don't understand why they're him. always asking. Yeah, but I don't understand why they're always asking for permission or like approval to turn somebody into a demon where we saw that Tanjiro's sister turned into a demon. And I really doubt that she was begging or asking Musan to turn me into a demon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why do you have to keep asking them? Like, can you just make them? And then at that point, it's up to them where they want to keep living or kill themselves. So I yeah, I do find that interesting that they keep like trying to like offer them something or show them the positive side of being a demon before they convert them. Like, uh, but I mean, I have yeah. a de- not a theory behind that because i don't think it's like i mean it might be a little deep because i think what it is because i remember that scene and you know i think part of it what it was it's like he admired tanjiro like i think he was really like oh dude you're so like great like you're so awesome like you're so good like he's a good fighter that he almost like i guess instead of just like doing it unwillingly to him i think it was maybe like you should want like almost like trying to entice tanjiro to say yes because then he would have been a demon of his own accord which means that he would have been more of like malicious and maybe more with those intents so like yeah i mean i definitely understand that it's like weird for them to like ask their permission at least in this point with tanjiro but it did seem very much like he in a weird way kind of admired him and at the same time he's like oh come on you know you want to be a demon you'd be so amazing as a demon um but yeah that whole thing you guys said about musan saying that that yeah definitely his sister was um a weakness of um Yutaro, um, and so that he was, you know, he would have just well, won the whole fight if he would have been from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the flame, um, the upper three said the same thing to the flame Hashira too when he was fighting with it, and he said like, "Hey, w- w- why don't you just turn into a uh, a demon and then we can yeah. fight forever?" Kind of thing. No. No, because that's what I was going to point out. Like, I feel like that the pattern was with, um, you know, him fighting the the pillar, the flame pillar. Um, 
you know, he was like, hey, you know, me and you can fight because we're both strong and Akasa and him can fight Rengoku like for eternity. So that was like the pattern with them too. Mm-hmm. And then I feel with Tanjiro in the upper six when it's like, hey, you have a sister and if I make you a demon, you can be like me with my sister and you with your sister and you guys can like go on to do greatness. So I feel like that was the pattern too. So it's always like they find something about them that makes them like, hey, you would be perfect to be a demon because I mm-hmm. sort of see a reflection of us. So I do find that interesting. I mean, let's talk about how cool Tanjiro would be as a demon. No. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That kind of makes me wonder. Like, if they're offering, I wonder how many, like, demon slayers actually agree to become demons. Oh, well, that's something about the number one, man. Maybe we'll find out if, you know, he was offering. Maybe he he's like, hey, why not? I'll take the deal. <laughs> oh. well, kind of, that kind of leads me into another thing that I heard in uh, Infinite Castle again, where they talk about that it was 113 years before the last, like, upper demon was, like, killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, maybe no one's been offered because it's been forever since someone's had been able to compete with an upper demon to that degree, you know? And both Rengoku and Tajiro have both been, like, pretty formidable against these guys, mm-hmm. that they're, you know, again they hold high respect with them but it may be like in 113 years it hasn't been the need to but that's pretty cool but what, i mean yeah what what did you guys think about i know we probably seen her this is her second time we see this person but <laughs> nakime which is the girl that's playing the, the 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 instrument and it's cool how she says just able to summon people like even without them realizing like they'll be in one location and all of a sudden they're like in the infinite castle but what did you think about her? And the only reason why I'm asking is because I feel like even though right now she's more portrayed like in the background, I feel like she might as well be an upper six. Now, especially now that the sixth one has been defeated, because I think when you guys do get to see more of her abilities, she's going to be freaking strong. I mean, there's a reason why she hangs out next to Musan. What is she technically a, a lower demon or lower rank or they haven't they haven't said anything about said her. Anything? She's, okay, okay. No, she's just there and you know, next yeah. to next to Musan. An assistant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the system ever. No, yeah, I mean, I just really like her power too because, like, I mean, I think we saw that too of the whole combination of like music instruments. Yeah, music instruments and like the the shifting like uh temple too with that demon with the one with the drums. Um, yeah. so this scene kind of felt like a little familiar, but I think it's just cool with that like you know strength instrument and then again that this infinite castle is beyond crazy. Like, I mean, obviously the visuals, the freaking graphics through the whole thing, but it was really cool, especially when Muzan's uh, Muzan started interacting with them so it was the whole conversation because you would just have everything like rotate shift like one time they were upside down one time they were like looking up like i think muzan was like technically on top of them and they were below them and um so she only added to like the craziness of how like twisted that whole like scene was um but yeah no no i don't know i'm, I'm curious to see more about her because that seems like that would be crazy powerful like stuff that she can do no, no, definitely. And I mean, let's let's get out a bit, a little bit out of the infinite castle. But you know, the <laughs> next thing that there. I kind of... <laughs> so cool. Um, no, the next thing that I want to talk about, so and, I, you know... I, I, I do have another question though. No, go ahead. So, so are they going to choose an, another upper six? We'll have to watch, bro. I mean, well, I have they, theories. They... <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, the reason why I asked is because I, I thought that's why they got together. Um, mm. because they they but but they didn't choose another one they just kind of like went off so i kind of i mean if, if well you have to also remember that the lower six are gone so if they do want to have another one they either have to find somebody within already their lower rankings to promote or they just got to go out and look for another being that's as powerful or they see potential in uh but i do feel like i wouldn't be surprised bro if we get like Two other introductions, two other demons that we just have not seen on the board yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, for me, like, you know what? 
<laughs> by Cosmo. Now, for me, what I wanted to talk about is like the part where Tanjiro, and you kind of hinted at it, Ramon was screaming, and we saw what we kind of looked like an older Tanjiro, but mm-hmm. I think in reality, this is like his distant relative from a long, long time ago. Um, you know, it was kind of like, yeah. I think it was just too on the nose to like make him look exactly like Tanjiro, but I did like that scene because that's also adding another, um, moving another piece on the board and kind of giving you more information about Tanjiro, the flame, um, you know, the, 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 the pillar with the flame um, earrings. And, you know, I thought it was really cool. I can't wait for you guys to get more of those scenes because I think by the end of this season, we're definitely going to have a better picture of how all that ties together. Yeah, I mean, that's the story that I want to know about the most. Like, yeah, first of all, that that, that was like, I, I was I was confused about, confused about that dream because I'm like, is that Tanjiro's dad holding baby Tanjiro? And so then the guy with the long hair is not Tanjiro's dad? Because that's what originally I was guessing throughout like yeah. the first, you know, couple seasons, uh, which would be cool, right? But even if he wasn't, I think just the fact that there is this person that's kind of such a big influence. And if this dream had any base in reality, it was kind of cool to find out that perhaps you know this this uh long-haired awesome looking dude had some influence in tanjiro being born but it threw me it threw me off that that guy looked like tanjiro himself so i'm like is that his dad and then the guy with the long hair i'm like damn so it's not the dad the like the long hair so it, it, it is even creepy that i think his wife even though you never get to see like a fruit like it looks kind of like mexico yeah. it's like yeah, it's like why, why are you like, why are you putting the, like, I understand siblings that you're supposed to look like, but it's like this idea that like, you know, I don't even like, want to think about Tanjiro dreaming about his sister like that. <laughs> yeah. That that was the one thing that I was going to say, like, it took me like being 30 minutes into the episode where I was like, wait, like they haven't really done anything with Tanjiro and Nesuko together as like, oh, hey, I came out of the coma, coma and let me hug you. Let me kiss you. Let's have some oh, brotherly, yeah. like I missed you. Like, how are you? And like. They actually downplay like their whole relationship throughout this whole episode where Nesico essentially becomes like his pet and he's just like like being carried around and like he's petting her and other people are petting her. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny because I thought they would have more of a connection in this first episode. And it's like, no, it was like, dude, it took me like, again, 35 minutes to even realize like they had not <laughs> done anything with Nesuko. Well, I see what you mean. Cause like in the other seasons, there were definitely, I mean, well, obviously the first season was so different. Cause that was like basically losing her to becoming a demon. And then that whole thing. But even in the second season, it was very much like, Oh, my sister, my sister. And then, you know, they do have this amazing bond and they do love each other. Um, and you know, obviously all the fights and everything that they kind of build upon, but yeah, you're right. It just went straight from like not talking about their reunion as he got out of the coma to like i was laughing when yeah the love hashira is like petting this like little baby for and i'm like that is kind of cute but also weird because you can (laughs) take your head off so (laughs) watch out no yeah and and that whole part it it, definitely it makes sense that that what you guys are saying because it's definitely something that that you would expect and then with the dream uh definitely seemed like it, it it could have been like uh, a flashback to either his dad or some sort of ancestor um, that 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 was there Be- because he even said that the, uh, that he was a charcoal like seller. Oh yeah, whatever. which I was like, which is the same, so I guess thing, they... same thing that 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 Tanjiro did or before his family got slaughtered or whatever. So <laughs> which, so, which... so so it could be Tanjiro when he's older. So I thought like, is this like an alternate thing and this? with some other thing or but yeah but then kind of how how it ended um it seemed like it was protecting the guy so like is that guy the weapon the the secret weapon that the, the oh yeah. Was talking yeah. About? so it kind of made me wonder that 
as well. No, I think I think back then, especially like, well, like let's say a blacksmith, it's like you know if you have the experience, you're definitely gonna you know train your kid, and then your kid's gonna train his kid to be blacksmith. So it must be one of the situations. I also thought that was kind of weird the fact that oh, I guess they've been coal miners for like <laughs> these past couple, which kind of like like get yeah. yeah, like get out of that profession, man. Like do something else. <laughs> Maybe the money was good. Maybe back then the money for doing that was really really good. <laughs> yeah no um well i guess two things because i wanted to mention something based off like you mentioned the secret weapon already uh and i feel like i'm kind of jumping a little bit with that because sorry funny detail so you guys remember in naruto where anytime he would do his sexy jutsu all the guys would like bleed out of their nose because they were like so over infatuated with horniness so that means that when that, that means that when the love hashira told uh tanjiro about the secret yeah. weapon he basically got you know a little excited too excited about it and i thought oh, yeah. i thought it was pretty funny i'm like because everyone else you know gets excited about like women and something else and even when she came out like running and her boobs are about to pop out and he's like oh my god what are you doing cover up but then she's yeah. like secret weapon <laughs> he's just like gushing out blood so i you know funny details in this episode that were just kind of like hilarious <laughs> how old is he i don't i don't I don't know, but like it's definitely something that I've never wondered about. Like his, like you know, as far as like what he likes, as far as like women or men or whatever he's into. Like I never wonder about that. But then you're right. No, like, yeah. This idea that that like for the um, secret weapon, like his nose started bleeding. Like it did remind me about like Sen- uh, Sen- Senji and all these other characters that like as soon as they're horny, like they just bleed out. And I'm like, I'm like that's kind of interesting for his character to have that yeah. kind of reaction. <laughs> but 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 it's great because then you know at least like you know he's kind of more mindset is about like his uh, it's like it's getting better and getting you know becoming because his ultimate goal is still to get to muzan to basically be able to turn his sister back but you know he's focused let's just put it that way he's focused yeah. <laughs> what what do you guys think about the love pillar uh before we even talk about the miss i want to hear you guys this i mean ramon you already talked about her breast but Ro, what what part of <laughs> and, and let me tell you guys because you guys only thing, but yeah. you you guys would not understand how much like there was a, hey, they better show the scene in the manga where she's, like, naked in the hot tub, like, hot uh, springs. Hot springs like, yeah. like, people were, like, asking for that. They're like, it was, like, kind of, like, pathetic how people were, like, no, if they don't do this scene right, like, I'm going to be, like, super mad. It's, like, guys, like, like, was that really worth it? Like, I'm, like, I saw the scene and I'm, like, first of all, yes, it's exactly like the manga panel, but, like, that did nothing for me or something that I didn't need. So I don't understand what people like like to say, like, no, if you don't give me that scene, like, I'm going to, like, boycott this show. But uh, that's how much people have a passion for this. Um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't want to dedicate too much time to it, but it's like, do people know they can draw? If you really wanted to do it yourself, <laughs> just go ahead. And now with AI and all that stuff, go yeah. crazy. Go crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, just just kind of defend myself on that. It wasn't just about the boobs. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, you know, I really like her because I said that even from the, like, the other uh, previous seasons when she is introduced like she is kind of still like a comedic relief too because even though because she is a hashira we know she probably is pretty badass and she probably does some crazy stuff so far all we got in um like her the version of her that we've seen is just kind of this like gushing over like these guys and you know kind of always being like very like you know sexual mm-hmm. um so i think i'm really excited for that reason because when she got introduced again in this season i'm like yes like i forgot she's the one that's in here and not because of those reasons um but definitely to kind of see what she actually does and what her powers are i mean where her abilities are um and you know yeah so just kind of excited to see how she plays into this the only thing that throws me off is her dynamic i guess because she's so like um like oh my god like boys um she makes herself 
seem like she's younger than Tanjiro, but I know she's like definitely way older. So the dynamic there between them two is kind of a little bit weird to me right now. Uh, you know, so uh, but she's just gonna be fun to watch. But and, and I I thought it was funny the the fact that she said that that she she became a demon slayer because <laughs> she she was lo- she was looking to find a husband or yeah. or, or or someone to find uh, to spend eternity with, um, and, and then. Uh, th- but she wanted someone that was stronger than her, but then she became a, a, a Hashira, which kind of like limits her options. <laughs> well, yeah, no. And I mean, she kind of hinted at it when she said that. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is that the reason why she became a Hashira to find a husband because she was always stronger than any boy that she was always around with. So meaning like she would try to like hang out with other boys or find a connection, but she would always find a way she would actually either hurt them or find that she was just way superior to them. So she went to reach this level because then at that point she thought that she could find somebody that would actually be able to like, she wouldn't be able to hurt or, you know, you know, wouldn't be offended by the fact that she's so strong. But yeah, that tells you just how powerful she can be. She's just one of those uh, people that were naturally born with super powerful like strength and uh so yeah i can't wait to see a little bit more about her um if i'm being honest guys and i don't want you guys to start because i don't have an official ranking i don't think you know people like to rank these pillars oh, no, but, yeah. yeah i do feel like as far as like her she's probably my least favorite of all the pillars just because i know how her weapon works and Again, maybe once this season's over with, like, I'll really be like, oh, man, you know what? I take back everything I said because now that I see it play out, I actually do think she's really, really great. But to me, she's just somebody that I'm not excited too much for. If anything, the one that I'm a little bit thirsty for is that that Miss Boy, the Miss Pillar. I'm like, let me – and again, it's not thirsty in <laughs> that kind of way. I, I yep. just know that he's a very gifted young man, and I can't wait to see those skills. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. so you, you're thirsty for the for the guy that missed, <laughs> that missed uh, you. No, I. I, I... <laughs> All right. Um, no, no, no. And so again, I, I also too, like, I forgot that he was going to be part of this arc. Um, but it was really cool. Like you said, Raul, earlier when we were kind of wondering about the secret weapon and they're kind of bringing the guy with like the, the sun earrings and yeah. stuff like that. And then he's kind of demanding that key to the secret or whatever's going on in the altercation with the little boy. Um, but yeah, man, I don't even know what he does, like the, the Miss Hashira. So I'm kind of excited also too. Like, I guess that's <laughs> what it is, man. It's like you, you yeah. have a little, your steps ahead of us in, in that regards. But I, I'm just really excited. And how's the, the story seeming going to develop. I, I mean, we always talk about like how you know Tanjiro's not summoning water or fire whenever he's doing <laughs> something. Like, I wonder when he attacks, like we're actually going to see like real mist. Like somebody will make a comment, like, "Oh my god, where's all this mist coming from?" Like that'd be interesting to to find out that he actually is able to summon mist. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I really want to see more more of him. And um, you know, I kind of did miss um, Senitsu, so I kind of. <laughs> Hope that he finds a way to the to the village. I know he was kind of annoying in the first couple of minutes that we got of him, but I do want to see him reconnect with Tanjiro. So I hope we get a little bit more of that in the upcoming episodes. Yeah, and and, and, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I, they had Inosuke being a little creep like usual, where he's just kind of hanging on the ceiling, which I just, honestly, I thought that was funny. Uh, one that I think that I really appreciate about, like, how they talk about Inosuke was, like, basically how also him, he's, like, really, really strong internally, and they described him, compared him to a honey badger. Honey badger, yeah. <laughs> honey badger, don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, no, I thought that was hilarious, though, because, like, I guess if you can just compare him to any animal, honey badger's yeah. pretty accurate. Well, um, well, well, 
Well, you know, you know my, where I where I fall with him, and I just think that they have to keep doing stupid ways of making it seem like, oh, he's just so naturally powerful and talent because honestly, he has no training. I still feel like he's kind of brings the whole team down. But but yeah, sure, you guys compare him to a badger. That makes you feel he, good about he, about him. <laughs> he's a mountain boy, man. He's a wild man. That's that's all you gotta know. You gotta love that wildness. <laughs> Another little Tarzan type of person, but in the woods, like hill, like mountain woods, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to touch on? Again, we'll be doing these uh, week by week reviews. Um, so, you know, hopefully the next couple of episodes adds a lot more great, cool information for us to discuss. But is there anything else you guys feel like you want to touch on before, you know, we call this one? I mean, there was a lot of little things, but I feel like as we kind of watch, we'll find out more. Like when you were mentioning the the, the dude with the mohawk, mohawk earlier, they didn't mention oh, yeah. that he was like siblings. He's the brother of one of the Hashiras, uh, which I think is the win Hashira, the one with all this, the, the scar too. Uh, like yeah. that's something that I'm willing to see, like kind of what, what's going to happen with that. Um, yeah. I like that Tanjiro's kind of gets to like vacate a little bit while he's kind of waiting her for the Swordmaster or Sword of Smith to come back. Uh, kind of wish I was there with him in those hot springs and the love Hashira. Uh, so no. no and you know what something that i wanted to tell Ro, Ro, you know you talk a lot about us being mexican but i think people are starting to even doubt if we are mexican so you know i was gonna ask you if you could give us a little spanish words of uh telling people to give us five stars and follow us in spanish Ro, so they understand that we do know the <laughs> language uh so if you could do that for us <laughs> so i'm gonna be the, the one that to bust out the spanish yeah, uh, exactly. Go, go ahead, <laughs> Ramon. You you don't do it, Ramon. You wait till we get thirty five stars, and then you can bust out your Spanish, Ramon. Si pueden, si pueden ponerle cinco estrellas en cuando nos están escuchando. So so yeah. So translate five stars, cinco estrellas, por favor. And if once we reach thirty Spotify five stars, we'll get Ramon to do his beautiful Mexican vocals because he definitely sounds like an angel. Yeah, now you're gonna have to convince me that Raul's not a no sabo kid because I was doubt I'm doubtful there. I'm just oh, <laughs> I know Raul. We all are, so we all were. Um, for somebody that says I teach my kid nothing but Spanish at home, I'm doubting it too. How do you review the Spanish though? Cinco estrellas, bro. That's what I said, and then yeah. No, you know what? Let the audience judge if Rose tweet at us. <laughs> oh man, um, Ro, Ro, what do you want to finally say about this episode before we get out of here? Um, it was gorgeous, like always, and and I I I will say it, it, I I know that, that like in the beginning I I kind of left a lot of things kind of ambiguous, but I I am looking forward to seeing kind of how things unravel and kind of like how the how the story goes and and how things fit in and kind of how. Like what comes of everything because there are there are currently like a, a lot of mysteries, um. So so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to see kind of how that how they get resolved and or if they yeah. do. You know, it's um especially because in the last season we saw the fight against the upper six. So this season I was kind of wondering like you know are they gonna be able to handle two upper moons at the same time? But like I think about it and it's like you know what. Why am I worried? They have the Mist Pillar. They have the Love Pillar. Tanjiro's there. I'm sure the gang will get back together. And I will say the win, um, Hashira's brother, has a really cool, interesting ability that he does that I actually Ooh. can't wait to be talk about that. 
So if that hopefully gets a little bit excited and you're salivating a little bit about what he can do, like I can't wait for you guys to get that because then I think you guys will have a different perspective on him. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Well, that should be cool. Well, guys, I'll talk to you next Sunday when, you know, the next episode comes out, episode two, and, you know, we'll have plenty to talk about. And you guys have a wonderful good night, and I will talk to you. And a more morning. And a good day. <laughs> <laughs>